I'm Leanne Spencer, expert in corporate well-being, author, and your host. Welcome to the Remove the Guesswork podcast. We bring you a 10-minute episode every single week to give you everything you need to optimize your well-being. The show's brought to you by my company, Body Shop Performance. We use technology and science-based solutions to create happy, healthy, and resilient teams. Find out more at bodyshopperformance.com and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Remove the Guesswork podcast. I'm Leanne Spencer, your host, and I'm looking out the window today at pretty grey skies, actually, but it's warm. Um, I don't know where you're listening, but I hope that spring is beginning to appear for you as well. And it fills me with hope, with optimism, excitement about the year ahead, and makes me feel energised, which is the subject of this week's podcast. Now, we've recorded quite a few on energy over the years. This one in particular is around our day-to-day working practices, and I'm relating this specifically really for office workers, office adverted commas, people who are in non-manual jobs. So you might spend a lot of your time at a desk, at a screen, or perhaps sitting in the car. But this is really aimed for people who are very desk-based. And please hear this without judgment, but it does always surprise me that people spend so much time sitting down. In a lot of the companies that I work with, um, friends, people sit as their, their default. That's their default position is to be sat at a desk. I think the other thing that we've defaulted to is in lieu of face-to-face, it must be Zoom. We must have some sort of eye contact. We must be face-to-face. And those two things surprise me a bit because let's talk about that latter point first. Once you've built some rapport, once you know what someone looks like and you don't necessarily need to read the nuance of their facial expressions or their body language, which is not as easy to do across Zoom as it is face-to-face by, by a country mile anyway, then do we need to have a Zoom call? It uses a completely different energy. It uses more energy, that's for sure. And it also obligates us to be in one place. Unless, of course, you're walking around with your phone sticking out, which doesn't make for a great call and isn't great in terms of uh, of your security, walking around with a four or 500 pound device sticking out in front of you. And it isn't practical. But I always encourage people to think that if you don't need to have a face-to-face, sitting down, note-taking, screen-sharing, concentrated meeting, then can it be a phone call? We've kind of forgotten that phone calls exist. And I love a phone call because it's a different energy. I can focus on what I'm saying and my intonation and so on, but I don't have to worry about being smart enough for a call or maintaining eye contact or dealing with the slight flicker between the audio and the visuals, or, you know, when somebody's not in sync, for example, all of which can be very distracting and takes up more energy. And the other thing, of course, with a phone call is that you can, you can be walking around on the streets. Yep, there's the risk of noise pollution, so you need to be careful about when you pick your moments. But you can be wandering around, getting some natural light, taking in different scenery, letting your eyes look across multiple distances, all the stuff that we know is very, very good for us. So that's to that latter point. To the first point about making sitting the default, I have flipped this on its head in recent months and I make standing my default with sitting my occasional. So if I'm screen sharing um, and it's an informal meeting, standing no problem. Even light note taking can be done standing really effectively. But if I'm taking copious amounts of notes or perhaps I've spent the morning standing up or I've done a lot of exercise, then I will treat myself with a little sit down. But otherwise, standing is my default. And that's what I encourage you to think about. And let's talk about why that's important. Well, energy is important. Standing is better than sitting. Walking trumps both of those things. But we can't always be doing that. That's not reasonable. 
So it changes up the energy, but also it isn't more energizing for you. It's also changes up the energy of how you communicate, how you bring that message to life. I'm standing up right now that I record this. I never recalled this sitting down. And it, it changes the tone of voice. It changes many things. Fundamentally as well, from a physiological standpoint, it also reduces decompression forces that run down the spine. So when we sit, there's a lot of force, a lot of pressure that is pushed down the spine. And I actually did a session with a osteopath called Daniel Kay, who does a lot of body work for myself and for the Body Shot team. And in that video, he talks about these decompression forces. And I'll put a link to that in the show notes if you're interested in taking a look. It's a, a good video that will really drive home why sitting for prolonged periods really isn't good for us or good for our skeleton and our, our bodies in general. So decompression forces down the spine is another reason why standing up as your default is better for you. And it's just more ancestral. And what I mean by that is if I take you back to caveman times, we would have spent lots of time during the day moving about in a very low level way. So there would of course have been the occasional burst of frenetic activity when we were chasing something down for food or we were being hunted ourselves by a predator. But in the main, we'd have been foraging for berries, for food, looking for water, moving camp possibly, coming back to camp and squatting down and sharpening instruments and washing tools and all that sort of thing. We wouldn't have done a lot of sitting. And we'd also been out in natural light for most of the day as well, which is the other thing that's very good for circadian rhythm and very good for energy as well. So one of the joys of taking yourself off for a, a call rather than a Zoom meeting is you can get a little bit of that natural light as well. So it's more ancestral. It mimics ancestral movement patterns, which we've gone a long way away from now being predominantly indoors and predominantly seated. So if you're going to stand up during the day, how do you do that? Uh, now, if you've got multiple screens in a complex setup, it's trickier. You need to get better quality furniture. But if you have a laptop, it's absolutely ideal. And you can also hack this with a PC or a Mac. So one of the thing I use cost me 30 pounds. I've got one at home, one here in the office, and it's called a laptop table. And it's by a brand called Lavolta, L-A-V-O-L-T-A, but there's loads on Amazon. If you jump onto Amazon and plug in a laptop table, it will bring you back a myriad varieties and you can pick one. Uh, don't go for the cheapest because they aren't always super stable, but you can pick one that works for you. And that's what I use. You can, of course, get a proper standing desk. There's lots of different brands. Some can be super expensive, some not so expensive. Um, I love using a windowsill sometimes as well, if it's big enough, because then you can look out the window and you can move your laptop from windowsill to windowsill around the house or your office. So you get different views and variety, incredibly important for well-being. And uh, by moving your laptop around, you get a different view, different perspective, it might freshen you up, make you feel more creative or just introduce some variety in what can be sometimes be a long working day. The other really creative solution that I actually saw on LinkedIn some while ago, and I forget who posted this, but it's an ironing board. I haven't used an ironing board in God knows how long, but if you've still got one in the house, set it up. It's a perfect type for a laptop, particularly if you're standing up doing calls or light emails. Uh, you maybe wouldn't want to do deep work using a, an ironing board. But, you know, the thing is with this, standing's your default. So you, of course, you can sit down whenever you feel the need to. If you're tired, you need a break, or you want to get into deep work, you have that option. But the default is standing. 
And then the final option for hacking a standing desk is a pile of magazines or a pile of books. That's something I've used in the past as well. It works really effectively. You might have to you know, get some magazines and pamphlets just to get it stable on both sides if you're using two piles of books. But there's loads of ways that you can hack this. Um, a box works really well as well, a plastic crate or a cardboard box if it's pretty solid. So there's many, many different ways. Get creative. Think about how you can make standing your default and then run a trial. Maybe you do a week of standing up as default and see what difference it makes to your own personal energy, to the energy you bring to meetings and calls and the quality of your work and how much you've got left in the tank at the end of the day for your own personal productivity. So, so that's my big tip. Um, and that's my challenge to you. Gauntlet thrown down there, make standing up your default. One last little thing for you, which is really fun is if you are in meetings, particularly if you're someone in a meeting who likes the sound of their own voice and they like to bang on a bit, have what I call a pelican rule. We've made this up as far as I know. I've not known anyone else who's done this. And the pelican rule is this. If you're talking, then you stand on one leg. So I'm talking right now. So I'm stood on my right leg. I haven't been for the entire podcast, I'll admit. Uh, If you really want to mix it up, you have people standing on their non-dominant leg and watch them wobble and you'll find people are much pithier. Uh, Therefore, they're to the point and meetings will literally half if you have them as standing meetings with the Pelican rule applied. Now, not every meeting will that be appropriate for, but for quite a lot, for your huddles, for your get togethers, for your quick catch up meetings, works a treat. So I hope all that's been helpful. Um, Feel free to share this in your organization, share it with anybody you think would benefit from listening to this. Um, We get a lot of really great feedback from listeners all across the world. And and for that, I'm very grateful. I just want to share these ideas and hear what your ideas are as well. So comment back to us with what works, what doesn't work for you. Um, You can link up with me on LinkedIn as well. I am Leanne Spencer 1975 on LinkedIn. So look out for me there. We put loads of content and ideas Um, I get a lot of interaction and uh, a lot of stuff resonates on LinkedIn. So that's where we're mainly at. But that's it for me this week. Stay healthy. um, Enjoy creep into spring. Get out there and get some fresh air, some natural light. And of course, make standing your default. All the best for now. Speak to you next week. If you'd like to find out more about what we do for companies, head over to our website, bodyshopperformance.com. You'll also have the opportunity while you're there to take our health IQ quiz. If you'd like to find out more about how you sleep, your mental health, your energy, your body composition, digestive health, and your overall fitness for the rigors of life, take our short health IQ quiz and get a highly personalized report at the end. That's over there at the website, bodyshopperformance.com.